Hey man, what's going on? It's your boy Lauder Outlaw, and you are now tuned into another episode of the Hood Scholars. And I got my dog, my dog, my dog, my dog, Fresh ATL in this thing, man. What's going on, bro? I'm good, my boy. For real, for real. For sure, man. It's been a long time coming, bro. We've been trying to link up for damn near two months now. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I had to lock in with you before spring break. No doubt. But check this out, man. For those who don't know, what Mm -hmm. do you do? Man, I'm a recording artist. I do music. You know, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. If y'all don't know, make sure y'all get to know. Y'all gonna be seeing me real, real soon. Fresh ATL. So, a recording artist, are you a rapper, singer? What are you? I do a little bit of both, you know. I really started out with rap, you know, but I'm transitioning right now to R&B. Do you find yourself songwriting as well? Yeah, I do a little bit of songwriting myself. I just got back writing, but I've been freestyling for a long time. Okay, so, like, what does, what made you decide to go back to writing after freestyling for such a long period of time? Man, you got to stay consistent. Like, you got to just keep working. When you're not in the booth, you got to find, you know, your mind be idle sometimes. So, you keep your mind, you know, busy. You know, grab a pen and pad or, you know, get your phone or notepad. You know, do what you got to do. At what age would you say that you started writing? Six. Six? Yeah. Well, you knew that I'm talking. You know, some folks, you ask them, boy, it'd be a little bit of cap on it. They'd be like, I know because oh, I had a grade 12. I mean, I was in like. Kindergarten, I had a red photo with all my rats and rhymes and shit, like just writing them down. Yeah. And one day I lost them. Couldn't even go back to that. So I just had to keep on writing. That was like six. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So speaking of that, did you have a lot of musical influences in your family and things of that nature? Oh, mind? yeah. My whole family, they've been like involved in music for a long time. They used to play the drum, you know, keyboard, you know, singing in the choir. Oh, so, so early on, we could find you like in the church. Nah, it? y'all can't find me in the church. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was somewhere close, you know, just picking up, you know, the melodies and drums and, you know, keyboard, all that good stuff. So what were you doing before you started rapping since you weren't in the church? Like, what were some of the hobbies and things of that nature that you were, like, yeah. engaged in? I mean, I was in the church because my family, they big in the church and stuff. But like, well, you, you weren't necessarily, like, praise dancing the things? Oh, no, nah, not that much. No, nah, I wasn't doing none of that. But, I mean, as long as I can, man, I've been doing music. So that's that's been it? I've been doing music. So before you was fresh ATL, who were you? I was fresh. Fresh. Yeah. So what, where that name come from? Well, fresh. Yeah. My favorite movie, Fresh. So. Oh, with yeah. That, with that young guy from the wood. Yeah, he was a hustler, so I just picked it up, and we just been running with that ever since. That movie's deep. Talk about the significance. Why that is a movie that's a go-to for you, like? I mean, honestly, Fresh. He was just a hustler, and then like he tried to put on his homeboys to get some money. You know, I mean, everything didn't work out how it worked out, but he still stayed solid, though. You know, he tried to maintain. You know, help his family out. You know. So he just was like a go-getter. That's just like me, a go-getter. What was the biggest takeaway that you would say like from that movie? Because it was a few different things. Like mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson was in that movie. Shout out to my Morehouse brother yeah. doing his thing. But he yeah. wasn't a good dad in the movie. But what was some takeaways from that movie? Because it was a lot going on. I mean, honestly, I just like his whole character, how he just, you know, regardless of what he had going on, he tried to reach back out to his family, you know, and, get, and make sure everything was situated. And he, all, he also stacked his bread. So make sure y'all stack y'all bread and do what y'all got to do. For sure, for sure. So coming up, what were some of your uh, favorite hip-hop albums? Ooh, growing up, my brother used to stay around the uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. So we <laughs> stay listening to that. Um, other than that, I really didn't listen to nothing like, other than, like, you know, 50 Cent, uh, Outkast. Um, we were listening to, we were listening to uh, what's his name? He's from up north, uh, Dipset. We were listening to all of them. You know, it's crazy. Um, 50 Cent's second album, The Massacre, mm-hmm. came out 15 years ago yesterday. Whoa, man. So like, him, man. He's yeah. been putting that work lately for Think real. Think about bro. that, man. 15, not the first album, the second, second. album. So that means, like, we get old. Yeah, he's been in the game a long time. For sure, for sure, man. So what would be, like, your dream collaboration, like, with an artist, producer, dead or alive? 
Ooh, hey, first, if I get some cash, I'm going to hit up Future, you know, because we from the six. Yeah. So uh, other than Future, I'll probably reach out, you know, some R&B act. Oh, if I had a chance, I would get Whitney Houston on the song. That would be fine. But uh, producer-wise, mm, whoever doing, whoever just consistent right now, I'll reach out to anybody. What's your favorite Whitney, Whitney track? Because I've mm. never heard that. That's different. She got a lot, but off the top, uh... I can't even say how to talk to this recipes with me, Houston. Okay, that's respect. That's respect. That's just, hey, man. You, you, you've been through a little bit of media training. You know what to say. You know what to say. So speaking of Whitney Houston, you know she sung a lot about love and things of that nature. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, last year you dropped a project called The Love Files. For sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And Body Calling and Heartfelt were a few of the fan favorites. Definitely. So can you talk to me a little bit about the approach mm -hmm. and subject matter of that project versus the prior two projects that came out, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because that one seemed like it was a little bit uh, targeted towards the sensitive side. So talk mm -hmm. about it. Well, definitely at that time, you know, I definitely want to reach back to my females, you know. Uh, like I said, I was transitioning to my, my, my R&B. So I had a song on there called Body Calling, which like it did really well. I basically was just trying to, you know, get to that market, let them know like, hey, I'm versatile and like I'm here to stay. How important is that um, being able to I don't want to say switch different markets, but being mm -hmm. able to accommodate different markets. How important mm -hmm. is that in today's music game? I mean, it's very important because, you know, the music game switch up every day. So, you know, being able to stay on top of the new trends, you know, and, and what's vibing and what's not vibing is very important. Definitely. So I read somewhere that you're also a label owner as well. For sure, for sure. So talk a little bit about that. How, how, you, how, you, how did you come into owning a label? Did you inherit it? Like, what happened? Now, actually, uh, we from the east side, you know, Zone 6. And... uh. One of the fellow artists on the label, uh, GBS Scoop, me and him linked up. He'd been my friend for the longest, but when I finally came back to Atlanta in 2015, we sat down and chopped it up. We're like, hey, let's put together a label. So the label's called Ground My Fate Records. And uh, basically, we you know we just help, you know, young up-and-coming artists, you know, help them find an outlet, you know, to express themselves, you know, and just capitalize on the brand. All right, so <clears throat> that answer, you know, it unveiled a few different things for me, revealed a few different things for me. So you said in 2015 you came back to Atlanta. Where were you before that? I was in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, so, okay, Duval, I'm from Florida. I'm from uh, Broward County, Florida. For sure. But, Not so talk a little bit about how, you know, <laughs> Duval influenced you, because I know I mean, it's wild like that. On this project right here, I kind of reached back out to my roots in Jacksonville. Like, okay. For sure, for sure. Like, life learning lessons too. too. Okay. You know what I mean? So on this project, I'm kind of just touching back, like, letting them know, look, like, I ain't forget about y'all. Y'all main reason why I did this, because without Jacksonville, I wouldn't have no content to talk about. You know what I mean? No subject, but Jacksonville really played a big part of my career. So we got life learning lessons too. What's one of your most memorable moments in Jacksonville? Too many, but I mean, if I could pick, uh, I met my friend named Kilo. He took me to the studio for the first time when I was in Florida. So me and him and going to the studio in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of jump started that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That's hard. So what is it? What goes into actually owning your own label? Because, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm about to interview somebody else today. He has his own label as well. So, okay. like, I want you guys to kind of, like, Educate those at home who not, mm -hmm. you know, in the music business. So how do you go about getting on label? Can anybody do it? Does it take a lot of money? Like, what's what going on? I mean, first and foremost, you got to get a team, you know. Before you get a team, you got to get your mind right. And then after you get your mind right and get your team right, you got to get your bread right. Cause okay, now I'll talk your <laughs> shit. Because, like, this industry, like, it, it take money. But, I mean, if you know the, who you need to connect with and who you, who you surround yourself with, anything is possible. Yeah, for so sure. we got Ground by Fate Records. Um, we got a few artists on there. We got some photographers. We got graphic designers, you know. Oh, so there's a whole, like, 
more than a label is also like a media production company yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, that's hard. That's hard. So other than that, um, we just been moving, you know, doing what we gotta do, connecting the dots, and then sure. we you cooking up, you cooking up. What does success look like in the eyes of yourself? I mean, really success just means happiness. Like if I'm happy, then I know I got success because like without being happy, you ain't gonna be able to do what you do and love what you love. So I mean Success is being able to take care of your family, be happy, you know, and just keep on prospering and growing. What's something that people don't know about Fresh ATL that they need to know? If, they, if y'all don't know what y'all don't know about Fresh ATL, y'all need to get this album. It drops on March the 6th. I'm speaking real truth, real facts about everything I done been through recently from 2015 up to now. You know, make sure y'all get that. For sure, man. Oof. What's the words to live by? A truth and honor. Truth and honor. Why, why honor? I hear truth a lot, but why honor? I mean, I feel like the game is just so, like, different now. Like, people don't really, like, look back to, like, who came before them and, uh, you know, pay respect. So, like, we got to give, like, shots. Speak on that, bro. We Speak, on pay, <laughs> Speak on paying your respects, bro. bro the folks gotta, don't be paying their respects, bro. You just got to, like, real talk. Why is that important? Like, you, it's not, it's not that you have to do it to yeah. necessarily get to where you're going, but why is yeah. it important to do I mean, because we got to lead by example. So the next generation come out, they're going to look back like, oh, yeah, he, he put us on that. Or he just, you know, helped us to realize you can do it this way. So if I feel as though 50 Cent or Outcast helped me, you know, be myself, then why not, you know, show them some honor, show them some praise, you know, let's get it. Definitely. You're definitely more than a musician. So who are, would be some of the people that influence you that are not in the music industry or don't have anything to do with entertainment? <sighs> I'd say like Martin Luther King, T.D. Jakes, you know. I grew up in the church a lot, so like I was kind of around like a lot of different people. So I said like TDJ, you know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, those people kind of like, oh yeah, Langston Hughes, because he was a poet. So yeah. Dang, bro. So, okay. I'm going to have to lock in with you, dog. I don't sure. care. I'm going to have to lock in with you. So, so you know, this year is 2020, man. Election yeah. year. There's yeah. a lot of things going on this year. Mm-hmm. We got your project about to drop on sure. March 6th. Sure. You need to go get that. Got to. Also, though, in March, we got, you know, the primary elections coming up. So mm-hmm. with that being said, do you feel like it's important for young people to get out and vote? I mean, definitely. If you got a chance and you got the will, go vote. Because, like, you never know your vote, your vote can count. So, like, whatever you do, go to them ballots and go vote for whoever you feel as though can be, you know. But other than just primary elections, I feel as though we should tap into more like locally because if you tap in more locally, those are people, those like the decisions that really count. Like, you know, the mayor, the governor. Talking shit. You know, the county sheriff. For sure. You don't see these people on a regular basis. These are people that can, you know, help, you know, get you some funding or whatever you got going on. So make sure y'all go vote primary and locally. All right. So I've been, I've been asking this question since 2020 it started yeah. and i've like on the back end from about like february to now yeah. i've been getting an answer you know that we do, do need to get more educated so okay what i would like to ask you is how do we go about getting more educated like mm-hmm. what's a way that you know we can get the regular family on the west end educated mm-hmm. or the regular family like on cascade that mm-hmm. might not have anybody that's in college like how do we go about getting those people educated and stuff like that or how do we go about putting the information Mm-hmm. And reach of them, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's just something that I would like to ask you. You might not have an answer, but I just want to get your opinion. That's a lot to answer on, but, I mean, yeah. teach one, teach one. Like, I mean, however we can spread the word, you know, through media, through Instagram, through, however you can spread the word. Because many people be on their phone nowadays, so I feel like that's the best way you can really get to them. So, if you tell one person, they might tell one person. That's like word of mouth. So, 
however you can get the word out, you know, let them know. For sure, for sure. That just might work, bro, because that's how Jay-Z, Nas, and all the boys were able to sell millions of records back in the day. So that, that just might be the solution to our problem. Got but look, to. this show is called Hood Scholars. For On sure. every episode, man, we ask our talent, you know, to open their hearts, open their minds, open yeah. their souls, and share with the people, you know what I'm saying? It's called Open Letters. So okay. basically, with, it, with that being said is, you now have the opportunity to tap in with your fans, mm-hmm. with people who you feel like have been supporting you, or for people, sure. or maybe people who might not know who you are, but later sure. when they see this, yeah. it's just a mission for them. Oh yeah, so most I, definitely. Yeah, you feel me? The floor I mean, is now yours. First and foremost, shout out to God because without God, none of this would even be possible. Second, shout out to my family. Third, shout out to my team, Ground by Fate Records. You know, shout out to Hood Scholars man, for even allowing me to come in here. Shout out to Clark Atlanta as well. You know, we just been grinding, just been working. I really want anybody. And everybody, if you listen to this interview, go grab my new mixtape, Life Front Lesson 2. It drop on March 6th on all platforms. It's on Spinrilla front page. Any app, any streaming site you got, go get that. And other than that, man, just stay true to yourself. Be independent and don't let up on these folks. All 2020. For sure, man. You heard it here first. It's me, your dog, Loud Outlaw, and my dog, Fresh ATL. In this motherfucker, you dead what I'm saying? Until next time, we out this bitch. Click.